all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. All right, all right. Thank you, everybody. Welcome to Body of Christ Real Talk. This is Joseph Brownlee, your host of Body of Christ Real Talk. I'd like to say hello. That applause is for my downloaders and my listeners that's been listening to my show over the last, what, two years or so going on now. And all 500, yes, I have over 510 episodes, yay, so far in Body of Christ Real Talk. Welcome, you guys, the ones that's been listening to my show, and the few, and the, the ones, the few that have, and the ones that's been downloading. Thank you very much. I know a lot of you are not followers, but the ones that even listen to my show, I consider you a follower, because at, at least you took the time to listen to this podcast. Okay, turning your passion into purpose. That's what I want to talk about. I just thought I just came up with this. Turning your passion into purpose. In my last podcast, I talked about my passion. And many of you that listen to my podcast, and if you haven't listened to my podcast, my passion is the word of God. My passion is a ministry. You know, that's probably be a very gen- a generic cliche, but it's it's real in me. It has been since I have been saved. You know, I, I often talked about starting a church or I, not so much of being a pastor, but even open up a church, open up buildings, renting out buildings, doing ministry. I always had a passion for ministry. I've done, you know, I, you know, I've done poor pit work before, father's ministry. I've done homeless outreaches and stuff like that. I've had group sessions. So I led, if you could say it the way, many things since I have been saved. So uh, my passion has always been getting out the word of God since I've been saved. And I never had a passion like this outside of salvation. Matter of fact, outside of salvation, I can't think of too many things that I really like to do besides being an entrepreneur and business. You, you follow what I'm saying? And you might say, Joe, even with business, you're still not that successful. Now, it depends on how you look at success. Success might not start right away. Success can start at a later year, even in an older age, you know. It's just that I always had the entrepreneur desire. And yes, I haven't stepped out strong on it like I want to, but that did not put the fire out. I still have a passion for desire, and that's I also have a purpose to be full-time ministry and then full-time entrepreneurship. In that order, you understand what I'm saying? In that order. And I think people that's listening to me, whether you part of the body of Christ, the church, or whether you just listeners, most everyone has some type of gift. Not so much a learned skill, but such a gift, the things they like to do. It might not be a gift that can make you a lot of money or whatever like that, or even make you successful, but it's a certain gift that you have. You might have a certain passion to do something. Excuse me. 
just say for 30, 40, 50 years, but you never reached out or you might think it sounds crazy to someone else or because someone else may have tried it and they have failed in it. Have that ever slowed you down from reaching your goals far as passion? And uh, I was listening to this guy that's I'm in his entrepreneur digital marketing training. He was saying that about he doesn't talk about uh, goals too much, you know, but he, he talks about choices, which makes sense. Now, goals is fine, but, you know, your choices of your goals is also fine as well, if that makes sense. But it's very important. Sometimes we in, if you have an endeavor to make income. And you have a passion, you have an idea how you want to make income, but what's slowing you down besides yourself, you might be worried about what somebody else think, or, you know, you don't think it'll work, or it might be financially why you can't do what you want to do because you don't have the finances. All that is real things that happen in our lives and everything, but that should not be the reason why we should give up on our passion. And what we have, we need to learn to do, including myself, is learn how to turn that long life passion into a purpose. And I'm not doing a Miles Monroe thing, because I know he talked about purpose a lot. And he got nothing to do with his teachings, which was good. But how to turn that passion into a purpose, just say, okay, I'm 50, 60, 70 years old now. I still can be in business. I still can start my own business. It's never too old as long as I can breathe and walk and I'm in good health. You know, or even if I'm in a wheelchair, because you have people that's in wheelchairs still start their business. My point is, it still could become a purpose. And that purpose can turn into reality. Never give up on our purpose. That passion becomes a purpose and it turns into reality. That's still possible today when you're looking to start a business. That's why no matter... I always have, uh, and I heard this uh, young lady that I used to name Steph Perez, say this. <clears throat> say this. She don't focus on how many people that failed on doing what she's doing. She focuses, and her excitement is on the idea of succeeding. And yes, I am. Sometimes I can get bogged down by the negativity of people that didn't make it in real estate and people have failed in the business that I might have, a, you know, a passion or, you know, a hunger to endeavor in myself. And I focus on that too much. And I, I wind up getting right back to it because I got to stop focusing on the ones that failed and focus on the ones that have succeeded, even if it's lesser, even if it's a minority. I got to focus on that group, learn how to focus on that group. You understand what I'm saying? And just turn that passion into purpose. Because someone failed in something does not mean that I'm going to fail in the same thing. Let me say this again. And to you, because someone failed in something don't mean you're going to fail. Because a lot of people that went into business or went into ministry, they went in it for the wrong reason. It wasn't really their passion. They looked at it for the money or they looked at it for the fame and notoriety. So a lot of people fail because of that way. Not everybody, you know, but I'm just saying. Many people that's even successful and my multi-millionaires in business does not mean it was their passion. They just became good at it, but they found themselves found they they finding themselves still empty, and they wonder why. Wow, okay, I made millions. I'm very successful. I'm very good, but I still wanna 
do this. I still want to build garages. I still want to do this. They left their passion for the money. They left their passion for fame. And they're very successful now, but they're still empty. It's the same with ministry and everything. You could be very wealthy and you can make it very well. You can get around the entertainment world of Christendom and still empty. You just slept around and been around many women calling yourself a Christian, but you're still empty because you chose that fame and notoriety over your passion. You know, and it never was your passion. Your passion was God. Your passion was getting the word out, but you just went another way. It's the same with business. Because someone successful doesn't mean that it is their passion. You could talk to a lot of people and they would say, they would tell you what they really like to do. Man, I'm a millionaire, but I love cooking, man. You ever you heard talk to a person like that? What they successful in, you find out later that's not what they love to do. Do you have people like that? See, because they believe they could be more successful in doing something they don't love to do more than what their passion. Because they never had a purpose for that passion. You understand what I'm saying? So whatever you have in your heart that you feel the God given gift and every man and woman has that. Uh, we don't have to hang on everybody else's uh, skills and gifts. And sometimes we might have the same thing. But remember, there's only one you. There's only one Joe. There's only one person, you know, stuff like that. We might have same traits and talk alike, but we are not the same. That's why our fingerprints are the same. There's no same fingerprints. I'm not naturally. So God didn't make us all the same in that way. But we are still one race, one ethnic group. One, I mean, one race, I mean. And we have gifts. Some of our gifts are the same, but we might do them and use them in different type of ways. But what I'm talking about is a passion. You can develop a passion for something. You can. You know, that's something I'm saying you're not born with. And I'm not just saying your natural gift, but it's a certain passion you can learn to love. It's certain things you just say, man, I like doing this, and it becomes your passion. And then... You think about it, but you never turn it into a purpose when it comes to entrepreneurship or something that's making you that can that can uh, level up some of that peace that you've been looking for in life. You understand what I'm saying? That's what I am learning at 59 years old. I have learned so much and I know I keep saying it in the last three and a half years or four years since the pandemic. I have learned so much. Head knowledge and heart knowledge. I have learned so much. Also, I have discovered there's so many free resources out there. And I was telling my, my brother about that about over a couple of weeks, a week or two ago, because our dad, you know, suffers from dementia. And I said, it's so much, it's so many free resources out there that you can be certified free and you can know a lot of things about dementia and other ailments without even going to school and coming out of your pockets. Because that's the free resources out there now that we can use to better ourselves. But the majority of us, especially black people, are not doing that. Especially black people are not doing that. Now, this is not a, a, a knock on black people again and stuff like that, but I'm just, I'm just being real, you know. And I know we can get mentally lazy sometimes and we want the quick fix. We want everybody else's desires besides everybody else's things they're doing, so we want their desires. And we, we that's why a lot of us walk alike, a lot of us look alike, a lot of us is in rap music, a lot of us wear the chains because we mimic. We have, we're too embarrassed to tell them what we really have a passion and love for. That ain't cool, man. 
when you tell a person what you really desire, that you really want to be like. You don't really like dressing this way. You really want to dress this way. You want to want to be this way. I don't need no dreadlocks because you got dreadlocks. I want my hair cut neat, but I got to go with the hood. I got to get with that culture, man. It's time for us to get out that culture and man and use it's our God gift passion like God gave us. We don't have to mimic nobody else. Okay, stop mimicking. That's any culture, black, Latino, white, whatever. We don't have to mimic a culture. We don't have to. We don't have to do that. Make too many young men and women do that today. They all look alike, man. I look in the hood. They all look alike. They walk alike and everything, man. Because they mimicking each other, man. They don't have the desire to really want to do what they do, man. They scared to tell somebody, man. I want to be an architect. They scared to tell somebody, man. I want to be a cook, man. Man, I want to learn how to draw, man. I just want to be this. I want to be that, man. I don't want to be a basketball star, even though I got the skill. All I want to do is draw. All I want to do is do that. I want to be a painter because that ain't cool in the hood, man. So a lot of us don't follow our gifted purpose and passion, man. Let's change that, okay, folks? All right? I love you all. I'm still eating my cheeseburger here, and it's good, man. Oh, my God. It's so good. I remember a story I'm going to go years ago. This uh, young man, Brother Brownlee, Minister Brownlee in San Diego, California. You know, good brother, man. One no can to me, but his last name was Brownlee. I thought it was only one, but as many Brownleys. He lived in San Diego, California. And I remember one time, man, he, he called me by mistake. And he was talking about how good those bristles was on a barbecue. And I'm saying, hello, man, what you talking about? And he talking about bristles and stuff like that, man. He wind up, he said, we bust up laughing because he dialed the wrong number. He was trying to call somebody else, talk about his bristles and barbecue. <laughs> so I don't know why I'm talking about this. But the thing is, man, that's what I was just doing right there. I'm mouthing out. And I don't know who you are. I don't know who you are or where you live or who listening. But I'm just letting you know, you know, what is your passion? And we must learn as men and women of God and, you know, society to learn how to turn our passion into a purpose. God bless you all. Real talk. Love you all. Until next time. First Corinthians 15, is the only way to be saved. There's no other endeavor and passion than eternal security. How to be saved. First Corinthians 1 and 15 believing in the death, burial, resurrection of Jesus Christ, that he will be Lord and Savior of your life. And all you have to do is genuinely receive it and believe it. God bless you all. Peace out. Bye-bye. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday.